Welcome to the Stressed Out Dads podcast, where we touch on serious, humorous, and what-if situations that affect dads and men in general. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and say what's up to my co-host, Tim Beecham. How you doing this morning, man? Man, I am pumped up and ready for today's episode. Oh, man, I hear you, man. I like to hear that, man. You all hype. You must have had a good weekend, man. Nah, we ain't going to even touch on that. That's a whole nother episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I hear you. I hear you, man. Well, man, again, uh, I like like these uh, random questions that we we do sometimes, man. So it's some more random questions on the table this morning. One don't go with the other. Just some random questions. So uh, we're going to get into the first one. Do you wish that we had technology as kids that we have today? An example, cell phones, internet, social media, streaming audio, video, etc. Why or why not? Oh, that answer's simple. Uh, no. I, I wish that we did. If they had YouTube uh, back in the day, I would probably have uh, gone viral several times, but not in a good way. <laughs> Why not in a good way, man? Uh, a quick little, <laughs> little story, but I had told you before is that um, I used to play basketball in the, in the seventh, eighth grade, one of those, and um, I, I used to get busy on them, man. And it was, I was a little arrogant and cocky with the skills because even though I was short and I couldn't drive the lane, that three point fade away was just it was on. It was like money every time I did it. And um, I got in a tussle over the ball. And I'm tussling with the guys over the ball and everything. And I, when I break it loose, I got the ball and I'm dribbling down the court. By me being short, I used to get low. I had a little funny dribble style. And I say, God, I'm shaking them. I'm breaking their ankles. I go up and do a little layup. Now, this is my first time getting to drive to the lane, do my little layup. I turn around, double fist up in the air. Jim is silent. You can hear crickets outside the building. It was so quiet. Then I look up at the scoreboard and I heard it go click. They gave a point to the other team. I had went the wrong direction and shot the ball. Oh, man, you was feeling yourself, boy. Yeah, I learned a valuable lesson that day. That's just one example of I'm glad that YouTube and stuff like that wasn't out. Right, right. Uh, that would have went viral, I believe. I hear you. It definitely would have went viral, man. <laughs> but you know, on the flip side, I, I wish they had some of the video games technology back when we was young. I don't know if you remember this or not, but I had, the, I still got one, man. The little handheld football game with the little red dashes on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, Matt, I, I didn't have one, but I know what you're talking about, though. I tried to break it out because my son had told me one time that I could challenge him. He could beat me in any game. I said, no matter what game, he said, I don't care if it's old school, new, whatever, I'll crush you or whatever. So I went in the closet, uh, found me a little battery laying around the house, and I, man, I killed him in that game. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, if they had like, imagine if they had a Madden when we were kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like me and my wife had this conversation uh, the other night. He was talking about when we was kids and stuff like that, man. And if you think, man, like think think about um kids kids today, man. Like when we were kids, man, we get up in the morning, 
you know, sometimes we wouldn't even, we wouldn't even eat nothing, man. We hop on our bicycle, we at the door, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and and we, we wouldn't we wouldn't come back home to to the the sun went down, man. These days, man, kids are all about video games and cell phones and and all this tablets and you know all of this stuff, man. And and I'm not saying that this stuff is all bad. Because it does too. It comes back to the parents as well, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you saying that the parents are supposed to be responsible for raising their kids? Uh, of course they are. That's ludicrous, man. Barney, that's what they made TV for, man. Barney man, you and lost your <laughs> damn mind. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. Yeah, I'm joking. I know you all, man. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, man, and, and it, it does. Come come down to that sometimes, man. They some parents, man, stick their kids in front of these the TV and these games and all these devices and, and let these devices babysit your kid. And you wanting in return why your kid crazy as hell and wild as hell. <laughs> you know, but uh it comes back to that, man, that you know, even though it we do have this technology today that we have, um we still gotta raise our kids, man. I tell you a technology that, that they still have to that they have today that we had back in the day, but you don't see it utilized in the same manner. What's that? Do you remember just uh maybe you was cleaning the house or maybe your family was just around the house and you just had the radio on? Yeah, man. I still do just that. Listen to- <laughs> see, me too. Me too. Yeah. But none of my kids can name a radio station if they like depended on it. <laughs> I think mine can all the simple fact because uh, it's one radio station here that I still listen to on a normal basis. Now, sometimes I might listen to it on uh, the app called TuneIn. No, they are not sponsoring this episode, by the way. But um, I might listen to it on the app called TuneIn, but it is 97.1 WQMG. Now that's my my old school uh, soul and R and B radio station, man. <laughs> so you know, we, I still listen to that on a regular basis, and my kids can probably call that radio station and and ninety nine point five. Now, do either of them still have a quiet storm segment? Ninety seven point one does. Yeah, <laughs> it sure does, man. So, uh, but yeah, I still play the music in the house, man. Um, Especially on the weekends, man, I get up, come downstairs, I, you know, go to the living room and turn the, turn the TV on and, uh, I put on either Pandora or tune in something like that on my, you know, my old school. I'm, I love that old school cause I am old school. Well, you know, something else that, that, that I uh, do that I used to, uh, when I was a kid, what was that? I used to sneak down in the basement. And listen to, um, they didn't call them like comedy albums. Today. It was party records. That's what they were called. Yeah. I used to listen to like Richard Pryor, yeah, Red Fox, yeah. and um, Dolomite, stuff like that. I still do that. I have a Pandora station set up just for my favorite comedians. And, right and I still on, listen man. to those around there. Yeah, that, that, that actually takes me back to, um, I had, my dad had gave, now, I don't think they... <laughs> I don't think my parents was thinking back then, man. But I actually, my parents gave me a Richard Pryor album, man. 
But sadly, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that's thinking, man. <laughs> but um, they gave me a Richard Pryor album. Sadly, now hold on, man. Back in your day, did you have the album that you plug in the wall or the kind you crank the knob on the side? Now you trying to be funny? You being real? I, I, I was just asking what kind of. I don't know how long ago that was. That was many moons ago, man. I'm gonna ask you one more time, brother. <laughs> You throwing your jokes out there or you being for real, Pam? No, I'm just curious to what type of phone. Was it a phonograph player or was it a record player? I mean, which which one did you have? <laughs> which one did you have, man? The kind with the little bumps on the record? They, they played like, sound like a music box? <laughs> no, you didn't, man. <laughs> yes, I did have one. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Well, man, I had the one you plug into the wall, not the one you crank up, man. Oh, so y'all had some money. All right. I'm, oh, I was trying to establish to the man, listeners come on. Hey, man, that the I Pattersons had money. Man, come on. Nigga, I damn sure didn't grow up with no money, man. Now, look, man, do you remember stereos that looked like a piece of furniture, like it actually looked like a, a, uh, like a, a dresser or something like that? Yeah, our, our TV did. It was a floor model TV on one side. It had the radio and the eight track on the other side. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Now keep in mind, I was from the Salvation Army. I just want to put that out there. Hey man, sure ain't nothing wrong with that, brother. It didn't have the TV in it. It was just a stereo with the record player and the AM FM radio, and I think one of them had a uh, tape player with it and the two twelve uh, inch speakers in it, man. And um. We would play records on that thing all the time, man. And I'm I'm still upset with my mama because she had one of these a few years ago. And I said, Mama, if you ever get rid of it, I want it. Man, she threw the thing away. Mm. And said, oh, I forgot you said you wanted that thing. So, yeah, man, I'm glad we didn't have smartphones back then or social media or any of that stuff, man. Because I, I feel that I feel our life was more simpler back then, man. I'm going to say it was actually, man, more fun back then, man. My well, yeah, we, we utilize the tools that we have. Like you said, yeah. I I remember on, uh, like, after school on Fridays, you see your friends come out one by one and they're all hanging out. I remember my sister's double-dutching in the street. You don't see that no more. No, you don't, you don't see <laughs> none of that no more, man. And that's how, like, um... Man, like I said, me and my wife was talking, man, and like I said, I said, was you still playing with dolls at uh, like 13 years old? She was like, yeah. I said, you don't see girls doing that now. You don't see girls playing with dolls no more, man. You've A lot of times, you don't even see kids riding bicycles no more, man. No, you don't. You don't. No, and I, I, I will say, um, like my daughter, man, my daughter's 18 years old. She still watches Rugrats, SpongeBob, Barney, all of that stuff. And it, it made me feel good that she still... And I asked her, when, I said, you think you'll always watch? She's like, sure will. I said, even when you grown and got your own kids, she's like, yep. Because she still got that that kid at heart in her, and I like that, man. That, that And then my son to sit down and watch it with her, too. And he he's 16. But they still got that kid at heart in them. You know, I I like that, man. Yeah, that's always good. What is your uh, 
Like, like your kid at heart. What is something you still do now that you did when you was a kid, if anything? I still act silly with my kids. Um, I still, we always got this thing we do. It comes out of the blue. It's not planned, discussed, or anything. Um, one of them will say something funny. We all get to laughing. And then the next one will make some kind of tune. And then I'll chime in. And then, like, the next one will chime in. And we all got a, the three of us got this little song type thing going that we'll do for some seconds to a minute or so and then get to laughing afterwards. But it's a constant thing that we do on a normal basis and it it just comes out of the blue, man. I need to record them sometime <laughs> and maybe put them up on uh, uh, stressedoutdads.com to let, let, let the listeners hear how actually how silly I do act uh, with my kids, man. And, and, and even with my wife, man, we, um, we still act silly. I still act silly. Sometimes I make these these silly ass little noises that the kids get to laughing at, or my wife will laugh, or I make these silly voices and stuff like that. Man, I bet you that is funny. If you do get a chance to record it, record it. Now cut out the accidental stuff that you get, but keep the the funny stuff in there, man. The accidental stuff. You like you know, you me? getting abused or your wife throwing a shoe at you. You know, stuff like that. Is, Man, why don't, why don't you ever talk about your wife going upside your head with the shoes? Because I wear the big drawers in my house, man. man. Everybody you know wore, that. You Everybody don't wear know no that. big drawers in your house. You wear the big thongs in your house, man. You call it what you want to, but when I speak, everybody. Hold <laughs> 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 let, let me try that again. When I speak, not after. Yeah. <laughs> I've I just never been an argumentative type of guy, you know what I mean? And right, I, right, right. It's pretty much when, when you know, even when the when the kids do something like uh, I had some. I know this sounds crazy, but I have these little thermoses, you know, the ones that keep stuff either hot or cold. It comes with a little lid on it. Yeah, I got three of them. All three of the lids are missing. Now, when I cleaned them, I cleaned them and put the lids back on so they stay together. Right. But all three lids are missing, and nobody in the house knew where the lids were at. So they, the look on the kid's face is like, oh, we're going to pay for this. <laughs> but because of my lids come up missing, everybody in the house is missing something now. And they, Have you seen such and such? I said, maybe it's with my lids. So if you find my lids, maybe <laughs> maybe it'll turn up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, man. So look, man, we're going to move on to this next question, brother. What were some of your favorite stores to go to as a kid? Without a shadow of the doubt, Hills Department Store, H-I-L-L-S. Because as soon as you walked in, they had this great smell of hot butter popcorn right there in, in, in the hallway before you got into the store. Yeah. And that's where all the bubblegum machines and stuff. Maybe I should. Well, it was big years. So it, what happened then is over with, and I would never condone, nor would I do anything like this as a grown man. But um, I used to like to go with my mom because, um, or she used to like me to go because I was one of the only kids that didn't ask for anything. Mm -hmm. But I would make sure I had my little five cents or 10 cents or a quarter for whichever machine that was in there. And you stick a straw down behind the quarter and when you turn it, the, the straw will wrap around the spindle 
and you can just sit there and empty out that machine. You can just keep turning stuff, just keep dropping out. Man. If I had a good time. <laughs> Man, now you did make it clear that you wouldn't do that now, huh? Uh, no, sir. I, would I think not do you that. do it now, man. Just to see if it still worked. I know it still worked, man. Same principle. <laughs> <laughs> now, man, I, I had a feeling that you was going to say Hills because you mentioned Hills Department Store um, in the last episode. Yeah, for us, it was like the Walmart of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and the crazy thing is, you. Uh, after recording that podcast, man, I, I went and looked it up because I had never heard of Hills Department Store before. Yeah, I looked it up, and there was more around, like, the Ohio area. Yeah. So um, that re- that made me think of the old Kmart back in the day. And I call it the old Kmart because years down the road, they actually uh, started making, like, the Super Kmarts and, and all that stuff. And yeah, they actually, they, you know, yeah, they moved. They moved locations, but uh, like you said, man, walking into the old Kmart, you had the, the bubble gum machines and the um, the little <laughs> yeah. uh, rides. You know, like yeah, you put a, you, put a quarter in horse or car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you had the rides, and you had that. You would walk in, and you you could smell the the buttered popcorn being popped, and and they always had some good slushies, man. Well, in our area, Kmart bought out all of the hills. Kmart really? department stores. Yeah. Wow. wow. Now, those little, once I figured out, now, this is another criminal activity that I would no longer partake in, nor would I do. Right. Besides, they, they got a little thing that stopped all that now. But I used to get the washers the side of quarters, and I used to put them in those little machines. I'd be riding those little horses <laughs> and stuff all day. <laughs> I was like, you still ride on that? Yeah. How long? How many quarters did you have? One, <laughs> the popcorn, hand, jawbreakers, candy. <laughs> man, you was something else, man. Well, you know, we grew up poor, so you know, we we tried to we had all kind of little schemes just to get by. Right, Whereas the right. Pattersons don't had, do that, uh, brother. Stereos that look like dressers and <laughs> come on, man. That was actually uh, given to us, man. I know you're getting your jokes on and stuff, man. Oh, oh I'm but serious for real. About that. Chad grew up poor, man. I'm not saying I went without something to eat all the time, but it was times no lights, no food in the house either, man. So uh, another store, and I'm not sure if y'all had these in your area, but it was a uh, Super Dollar, which was very similar to Family Dollar, Family Dollar, but yeah, I don't know. It seemed like they just had. Things that Family Dollar didn't have, or you know, they didn't carry, and vice versa. Family Dollar had stuff that Super Dollar didn't carry, but uh, Super Dollar was our store, man. Like we used to go there, you know, when it came to, uh, you know, going out and 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 getting something from stores like that, which would now be, equi- or the equivalent of like a Dollar General now, except they didn't carry food and milk and stuff. Along the lines of that store, before the Dollar Generals and Family Dollar and stuff, I remember a store in the mall called the 99 Cent Store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I remember, oh, my God, my mother was there like a crackhead. Uh, Can you take me out to the 99 Cent Store? And she's in the store. How much is this? How much is this? I said, Mom, everything in here is 99 99 cents. 
just like the uh, like the Dollar Trees and stuff, man. Everything is a dollar. Do you have a five and below? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we got a five yeah. and below. Yeah, man, that's a pretty nice story. I like that. Man, we oh, gotta yeah. start tagging these stories, but they need to start sponsoring some. I shows. know, right? Yeah, we'll take a sponsorship, y'all. We definitely will. But uh, what's a, what's another store that you used to enjoy going to as a kid? Uh, Strauss. I think that's what you pronounce it. It was I, a, I heard later it. on I heard became J.C. Penney's. Yeah, yeah. But you know, this is really, we didn't have a physical location, but do you remember Finger Hut? Oh, yeah, yeah. They still exist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for real? Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. They actually still send us, uh, especially around the holidays. They still send us um, magazines. With all the catalogs. people ordering stuff and uh, not not paying for it, I don't know how they. That, that, it was like Columbia Records. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. The what? What was it? The, the hundred CDs for a penny or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now keep in mind, even back then, if you go look this law up, it was illegal to send. Uh, fiat bills or currency through the United States Postal Service. Mm-hmm. And they used to ask you the crazy glue or to glue that penny onto the uh, order form and mail it in. So a lot of us per- was partaking in mail fraud and didn't even know it. Wow. I didn't know that either. Well, I never did it. I never did it because I said, no, this is wrong. And that just, you know, I found Jesus. I can at this already time. tell you telling a lie right there, brother. I found Jesus, so I quit doing the shenanigans. Man, man. come on, man. Say that Seriously. again. I found Jesus at this time. Just like that <laughs> song, try Jesus, but don't try me. Because I, I lay hands. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. You know that sound like you, you're just lying, man. Well, you know they, you know what they say sometimes? The, the, the truth sound like a lie and the lie sound like the truth, man. So, you know. Uh-huh. It is what it is. I'm just telling the listeners where I was at at that point in my life when the when the their host was uh, committing a federal crime. This this said put that out there. You you was mailing uh, fiat bills or, or United States currency through the mail. No man, where'd you get that from? Because when I was at your house, I seen all those free albums and CDs oh, and tapes. My man. goodness, man! Because I that's one thing I didn't do. I didn't do the they hunted CDs or or whatever for you. Might not did that one, but you did you did the ten, eleven, and twelve ones though. The, the I, 10, you, 11, I was looking through your album. I was looking through your album collection. I saw a Whitney Houston album that said Columbia House on it. We all know where that came man, from. You man, you lying on, like man. hell, man. I don't even have a Whitney Houston album, man. No, you got several of them. So I guess if we can <laughs> take this one. I hope you know that people can tell you just making this up, man. Well, people know the truth. I think they see through your shenanigans, man. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but again, again, I never know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed mm, to say. Mm, mm. Besides, Boy, well, there we the go. violation of my rights in the first episode. So I don't know what else has been violated and what's off limits. The jokester strikes again. Right, do you want to move on or do you want to criticize my facts? <laughs> Well, look, man, we're going to move on to going to paying some of these bills, y'all. We'll be right back. Oh, what's up, pimp? This is Chad from Stressed Out Dads. If you're a DIY dad like me, you got to have the right tool for the job. 
And my number one tool for auto repair is the Milwaukee M18 Fuel Mid-Torque Impact Wrench. Man, you gotta get one of these. The included red lithium battery delivers more power and runtime for longer use. Its Power State Brussels motor puts out up to 2400 RPMs, delivering up to 450 foot-pounds of fastening torque and 600 foot-pounds of nut-busting torque. Worried that a job may be too much for this tool to handle? Don't. The built-in Red Link Plus technology prevents damage to the tool and battery due to overloading or overheating. It also comes with a built-in LED to illuminate your work area and also includes a carrying case, charger, and a second battery. If you want to find out more about this awesome tool, visit stressedoutdads.com forward slash Milwaukee. Welcome back to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. Timbo, how you feeling, man? Man, I told you I'm pumped up, man. I'm ready to go. Let's get them on. Let's get them on. All right, so we're going to uh, jump off into the next question, man. All right, do you think that every man should have some level of repair skills? Fixing cars, home repairs, fixing electronics, etc. Why or why not? Mm, mm, mm. Well, yes, I believe they should possess those skills, but that doesn't mean that they necessarily do. Now, I, right. I think you purposely asked these questions, too, because you know what I'm going to say on this one, man. You already know. <laughs> there was, um, I seen some damsels in distress. It was a, a bunch of uh, Asian girls on a, like a Christian bus or van. Right. And of course, you know, I, I'm a gentleman, so I'm going to pull to the side. I'm going to help them out. They had a flat tire. I got the spare, jacked the van up, changed it. You know, they were all... Now, I'm not, I don't want to imitate what they were doing because <laughs> I don't want to come across or end up in the Me Too movement. But they they were real thankful. So, of course, at this time, when I was a young man and single, uh, the one uh, young lady there, I was trying to talk to her. We're planning on getting together later. I'm going to take her out to dinner, all that kind of stuff. We exchange information. And uh, so I take off. I'm driving. You know, got my buddy in the car. Driving down the highway. Next thing I know, a tire passes me up. <laughs> And I'm looking, then when I look over, the van is getting off on the exit, and why it didn't fall, it was the back driver's side rear tire. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the the tire, was, people was blowing the horn and everything, the tire just, I said, man, I, my boy said, uh, you want to go back and help him? I said, nah, they they probably going to die. They going to You kept going, man. I had, man, come on, man. Let's say that van would have flipped over, and everybody there would have died. Who's going to jail in that scenario? So you didn't want no parts of it. What man? Did they end up being okay though? Far as you know? Yeah, I had talked to the girl uh, later on that evening, and uh, it was it was kind of funny because we talked for maybe a few months after that. It was funny as time went on, but um, right, right. I realized it's just something about my ability. Uh, just all my life, I, I've never been able. I've never been like a handyman type of guy. Uh. I tried to put in a garbage disposal before, and that's only two wires. So the one I looked at that I was taking out had a red wire and a black wire. The one that I purchased had two black wires. So I figured I had a 50-50 chance. I <laughs> I blew the whole circuit box out. So that, <laughs> that uh, home repair, which wow. was... Man. Like less than a hundred bucks, I think the garbage disposal was, ended up costing me thousands of dollars. So it's a uh... mm, mm, mm. wow, yeah, man. Uh, 
Well, I mean, man, I see you now, man. You can, you know, sir, I, I done, you know, seen you change people's breaks now and, and, no, and things no, like no, that, No, 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 no. That's thanks to you and uh, my buddy Superbike because uh, I heard you talk about changing your brakes, and I thought, right. well, it looks like my front passenger side brake needs change, so I'm going to go ahead and try this. So I went in there and said, yeah, I need a brake for the front right side. Uh, you know, you know, X, Y, Z car. <laughs> so they go in the back. I'm thinking they're going to back get the brake, but they really went and got reinforcements to laugh at me when they came back out. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean? You need a brake pad? I said, uh, <laughs> yeah. He said, how many of them you need? Just one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I take it you didn't know they come in sets, huh? Uh, nah, when you said, hey, man, I was changing, you know, my wife's brake pads. I thought that you were changing them on. There was one for each wheel. <laughs> <laughs> but immediately once I realized there was some shenanigans going on and I stepped outside, I called you. I think you put me on speakerphone and started laughing at your cookout with everybody else. <laughs> Before you explained to me what it was, I really, I really needed <laughs> When I went back in, they were like, oh, okay, he got it now, he got it now. We were trying to figure out a way to sell him one pack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, I mean, you, you get down now, though, man. You get down now. now. I really, you know what I realized? You know, um, God bless the individuals that have the talent and the skills to do that. It's just not me, man. It's not right. me. Right, right, right. And that's, you know, that's, that's uh, one thing that God did bless me with. He blessed me with the the gift to, you know, repair cars, repair electronics, laptops, cell phones, um, you know, home repairs. Um, he he did bless me with the ability to do that. Uh, but and and that's something that I do my best to pass on to my kids because I tell them I don't want you to be, you know, grown. And have to have somebody always fix your stuff. You got to pay somebody to fix this or fix that. Or even, you know, mow your yard. Now, if you want to pay somebody to mow your yard, that's up to you. But I want you to be able to have the ability to do all these things yourself. It's always good to have. Uh, you know? Any type of skill is always good to have. And you, you're right. Right, right. God right. did bless you with that skill ever since I know you've been getting busy. Now, what God bless me with is beyond the realm of this podcast, but, uh, you know, we all know what it is, man. So, <laughs> Man, I, I, I'm be honest with you, man. I, I don't think you give yourself enough credit, man, because there's been plenty of times I call you, man. You know, what you up to, man? I'm, I'm changing my sister's brakes or... Again, uh, that was you. You, know, you walked me through. You know something? The one thing you walked me through, I forget which car it was, but, you know, usually you use a C-clamp. You know, to push the, uh, was the pin, the brake pin? What's it called? Oh, you're talking about the, uh, the caliper pistol? Yeah. And I tried to use that yeah. and it wasn't working. Then I remember you telling me that some of them rotate. You need a special yeah. tool to rotate. Yeah. So I'm saying, for, uh, keep in mind, it, took, it was almost an hour before I figured out, okay, this ain't working like this. Cause I was about to mess it up. I was using everything to try to <laughs> get this. Right to get it back in. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. And my sister in the house, I did not want her to come outside. I'm like, oh my goodness, man. She she gonna tell me I knew I shouldn't have let you change your 
But then once I, <laughs> I remembered, I heard the voice of Obi Kenobi one in my head telling me the story about, you know, you had to, some of them you had to turn. And um, I was able to yeah. go get it. First, I started turning it with a, you know, makeshift tools. And I, I looked online and see that they actually sell tools to do that. And I just went and bought the tools. And um, it was it was not a problem. Like I said, it's not hard to do, but it's just having somebody show you like you did. Right, right, right. I mean, man, you don't know, you know, until you, uh, you know, you won't learn until you ask. You won't know until you ask. I mean, it's got to be a teacher in everything, man, you know. I wouldn't want to drive a car that I worked on, though. That's just being honest. See, man, I don't think you put enough uh, faith in yourself, man. Do you recall the wheel flying on? It's kind of hard to mess up changing the tire. Yeah. Man. And that was with yeah, the big man. four-way. That, that was the four-way back then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But now I got that Milwaukee yeah. fuel, so I feel more confident changing tires. Hey, man, them bad boys come in handy, man. This episode of Stressed Out Dad handy, is a- sponsored by Milwaukee Fuel. See, that, that's future projection, because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hit them up once this episode comes out. Heck <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, they definitely do come in handy, man. But yeah, man. I mean, I, I I do feel that um every man should have some level of repair skills. I mean, I'm not saying you got to be, you know, just uh, all around. I can fix everything, but you know, you. I feel every man should have at least a little a, a little knowledge of some doing some home repairs, like you know, fixing the kitchen sink or even changing an outlet or, um, you know, things like that, man. Because, you know, for one, that's something you can pass on to your kids. But two, man, it's something that you, you can you can save money in your pocket, man. Well, what about this case scenario? I have a, a buddy of mine who has bad allergies and he cannot go out there and cut the grass. So his wife cuts the grass. And he said that he hates that because the neighbors always look like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, he, he, his wife is out there cutting the grass, yeah. Well, she's the yeah. type that, uh, like, they had a, like, they have a shed out in the back that kind of looks like the house. Mm-hmm. And she'll re-shingle that. I mean, she's just that type of woman that, that she enjoy, that's what she enjoys. Right on. Huh? Right. He doesn't enjoy it at all, but he feels like he's out there on the roof getting yelled at by his wife, so it don't look like... <laughs> what I mean, she's a- <laughs> <laughs> well, all means, man. If I got a wife to want to re-roof the house, by all means, have at it, boo boo. <laughs> I mean, uh, man, you know this. This applies to women too, man. Um, I mean, it's just you know, it's good. I mean, I would, I would love to uh, teach my wife some of the skills that I know, but man, she just. She'll tell you, no, I, I do. Uh, she said, I, I, you know, she's very crafty and stuff like that. She can craft and and things like that and make t- nice T-shirts and jewelry and, and uh, cups and things like that, man. She'll tell you, I'm crafty, but, you know, she she just don't, um, she's just not the type to get down with fixing the kitchen sink or, you know, anything like that, man. I've I've tried to you know you gonna get out here with me and change this oil. No, I ain't. <laughs> Should tell you, no, I ain't. All right, so uh, man, we're gonna move on to the next and final question, man. Why do most people 
define success with material things. Mm. You know, I think that material things uh, for most people is like a rule, especially when you never had it before. It's like a ruler of your accomplishments in life. You can't have a million dollars and live in a shed because what good is it having a million dollars if no one knows your accomplishments or your record? So everything in life is measured by something. You know what I mean? Right. Like I remember that um, I've never been, I, I hate driving. I've never liked to drive. It's just not my, anything over 10, 15 minutes, I think you should be able to catch a flight. And <laughs> for you, you, for a minute, for real, you don't like driving? I hate driving, bro. hate it. Oh, wow. I never knew I mean, that. It's just because I, I get bored. I don't pay attention. You know, I just, <laughs> like I got adult ADD. Right, right. And, uh, well, I've gotten better at it over the years again because uh, a buddy, Superbike, used to get on me all the time. And he kind of, he kind of gave me a lot of tricks and stuff to do that. Yeah. But, um. I looked at, uh, I went to an appointment when I used to take on clients, like for SEO and website building and stuff. And um, when we walked outside together, I seen that they hesitated to see what I was driving. Then the next day they called and thought that they were better off going with another individual. Now, the company they went with, ironically, I would go in and do training sessions for them to help them get their SEO game up. You know what I mean? So I was like, wow, I wonder what that was. And later on, like a, a year or so later, through a friend of a friend, uh, the guy had mentioned that how could he service me when driving, you know, XYZ car? You know, he doesn't even have any money. So he judged me by the car that I was driving. Wow. Now, forget I went in there with a nice suit on. I had on some alligator shoes. Forget all that. It's what I was driving for him. One of my cars that I always wanted ever since I was a kid was a Mercedes with that emblem in the grill because a, a guy I used to look up to back in the day had one and it just stuck in my head. So I said, man, I'm right, going to do a right. little experiment, man. So I went and, and bought one, and I needed a tax write-off anyway. So I went and bought one, and I noticed people treated me different because of the car. Forget that I remember one young lady a uh, friend told her, oh, man, you lucky. You got you a good man. She didn't know me. She didn't even know my name. I could have been a, a, a woman beater. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could have been. Right, yeah. But I had. Axe murderer. Yeah, yeah, I had a Mercedes, so that made me a good guy. And unfortunately, wow, that's man. the way people look at society. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. When I was young, I wanted all the. I wanted to rebuild, especially you and I, all jokes aside, we come from similar backgrounds where we didn't have a lot growing up. Right. And I wanted to rebuild pumps. And the rebuild pumps was no different than the Adidas or the generic shoes the mom used to get, but it stood for something when you walked through the neighborhood and you had those shoes on. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. And I, as, as you get older, you really don't give a damn. I'm at the Goodwill. I'm, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, you know, that's the speaking of the goodwill and stuff like that, man. Back in the day when, you know, when I was a kid, we shopped at Goodwill. We shopped at Goodwill a lot, you know, like on a, on a, on a, on a, a regular basis. Yeah, same here. But back then, man, you better not dare let, let your friends know that you got something from Goodwill or that you shopped at Goodwill, man, because... You would get you would get picked on, but now people look at you like you're crazy if you don't shop at Goodwill. Yeah, I, you know, I tell you, I'm gonna have to see if I can get a picture from my sister, the, the Cheryl stressed out dads. 
But it got hit with what I call the double whammy. Picture day is coming up in school. Mom went out. All the girls got to pick their outfit on. She just grabbed me something from the Salvation Army, which for those that don't know, is like a Goodwill. It was a corduroy suit with the pants and the jacket. Mm. <laughs> I remember, Mom, please. I tried to fake sick. I'm putting the thermometer on the light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> Like, keep in mind, the vehicle that we drove then, we used to get dropped off um, a block away from the school because it smoked so bad. And people used to say that my mom was driving a James yeah. Bond mobile. So, <laughs> 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 this, is, this is honest guy's truth, man. So we pull up. She's being funny because I've been crying all morning. I done did everything to fake sick. She pulls up in front of the school. I yeah. mean, this thing backfired. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> Smoke everywhere. And um, so everybody, look, all the kids run over to the car. Hey, Miss B, what's going on? How you doing, Miss B? Miss that. So do you guys think the outfit I bought for uh, Timmy is nice? Oh, Miss B, Timmy looking sharp. I like that. You got good taste, Miss B. Now, I already know. And I got a big old bow tie that look like a, a clown bow tie. <laughs> this is true. I got to find out those pictures, baby, because this, you're not going to believe it. And then as soon as that car talked, pop, 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 pop. Man, it was like there was a line of kids out there to roast me. <laughs> You can see it on picture day in that picture. I think I might have took the bow tie off in the picture. But you can see it that I'm sitting there right. like, there's some bull. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man, that takes me back. It was, like, it was like first grade, man. I don't know where my mama got this damn suit from, man. But it was a plaid suit. Plaid pants, plaid jacket. It was picture day, man. My mama made me wear. Oh, mama! Oh, she thought it. She thought the suit looked so good, man. <laughs> oh, I like that. That suit looks so good on you, dude, man. She had me wear this suit to school, man. <laughs> I got picked on from the time I got on the bus to the time I got to school, to the time I left school, got back on the bus, to the time I got off the bus at the bus stop. <laughs> Picked on me hard, man. I don't know, man. It's like my mama didn't think... <laughs> she, what, what she thought was still in was still in or something, man. <laughs> but, man, she don't know, man. And she, I call hell for wearing stuff like that, man. <laughs> You had the superfly hookup on? <laughs> yeah, butterfly collar, man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, man. But, yeah. Man, my, I was, and this wasn't really something I was taught. I don't know. It's something I learned as I, I, I grew older. You always live under your means, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, um... Just because you got a million dollars don't mean you spend a million dollars. Um, it don't mean you go and buy a million dollar home or, um, you know, purchase 
the nicest damn car. And I'm not saying that you, you don't buy what you want, but I think where a lot of people mess it up, man, is that they, they buy for, they don't buy for themselves. They buy for what it makes them look like. They buy for what, how they're going to look in the neighborhood or what their neighbors going to, were going to think when they see them drive up in, um, you know, let's just say that Bentley or that Ferrari or, or, or whatever. And it is people that do want vehicles like that. And they just, they, you know, they, they do well for themselves and they, they buy those vehicles because they do want them. But man, it, 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 we do live in a society where, you know, your, your material things show your success. And that's really not true. That's really not. It's, it's plenty of people out here got mad money, man, but you don't, they don't, they don't care themselves like they do. Well, that's usually people that had it for a while, like Bill Gates, for example. Like even when he first got money, he was buying yachts, the big mansions, and all that. And then he kind of settled in because there's only so much stuff that you could buy. Yeah, I remember when I when I first started achieving some type of, if you want to call it, success on the internet. I, you know, I wanted a Rolex because that's what that was the thing when you was poor, and you didn't have nothing. And I was singing to the the highest rule. Every Rolex I've had, I've had nothing but problems out of nothing but problems. Mm-hmm. Like granted, I got a lot of compliments on them. And now, you know, my watch now, even though we're not getting it sponsored, and hopefully will be sponsored by Invicta real soon. Oh yeah, Invicta watch. I just I like the big bold face, and I think it's a very affordable watch. And, and I, really. It, most of my Invictus has lasted me longer than any Rolex that I've ever had. I think one time I had a band that, that kind of tore on one. And I went on the website, put the serial number in, and got another band. But I think that, like, let's say, stressed out dads, when things open back up and you want to go out and you want to speak at conventions and stuff like that, I think um, now we live in an age where you don't have to get up on stage and wear the suits. or now You can wear jeans and a ball cap now. Oh, yeah. But back in the day, even going on a job interview, you could go on a job interview looking, you know, with some shorts on and, and the cap because a perception, like they say in marketing, reality means nothing and perception means everything. And that's the whole thing of marketing. These uh, music videos and all that kind of stuff. So these people don't walk around, sit around the house looking like this every day. Matter of fact, it should take a, a, everybody, no matter what race, color, creed you are, you've heard of the rapper Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Go follow him and look at him as a rapper. He in the bathrobe cooking scrambled eggs sometime when he be going live. See, nobody gets to see that side until this pandemic hit. Now a lot of these celebrities, like Denzel, I seen him on a live talking. Great talk, great live. He interacted with his fans. But you would have known who that guy was <laughs> the way he was looking on that live. Right, <laughs> right. You know, it's just the same thing, and so I think that material things are used in society as a gauge to let people know, "Hey, I've arrived." Right, and I'm not gonna lie, to you. I'm, I'm looking for um, a another house, an upgrade on a house, and for me, it wasn't so much one. I, I would like to entertain more, and and you know, the here and where I live at. The houses are so close together. I would like some a little bit more space, a little better yard on it. Right, right. And um, I always wanted to, and I think that even if I was to buy myself, these are things I would want in a home. 
Because one of the things I talked to you about is I was getting a commercial building and turning where I could have a gym room, I can have a movie theater room. You know, the things that I like to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. A big room that's green that I can shoot green screen videos in all the time. And I just think that would be cool for me. I and you would be doing that for yourself and not because of the way it makes you look. But I knew that I would also leverage what I have to be shooting more videos and say, hey, guys, that's what I'm working on, this, that, blah, 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 because I'm going to make more sales. I want to make more money because. If, right, of course. If I came on with a, a old Red Fox pickup truck and overalls with a piece of straw hanging in my mouth telling them how successful I am, they're not going to watch my video because of what society's used to see. And I, I I think that's sad, man. Yeah, it is sad. It is. I mean, it sad. is the way it is. That's the way it is. But I, I think it's sad. But we as men, we do that on another level. We look at a woman and judge a woman look like Frankenstein. I mean, she could be the best woman ever. Unless we, that she Frankenstein with some Oprah Winfrey money, we're not, we're not going to give her the time of day. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that works on all levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it does. What if you woke up one morning and your wife was like 600 pounds? And she was 600 pounds? Yeah, 600. You know, like one of those uh, shows where they show they got to cut the wall out to get the woman out the house to go to the doctor. What if you just wake up one morning and realize your wife has gotten that big? If you sit here and say, that, oh, I would still treat her the same. Me and the listeners are going to call you a liar. <laughs> I'm a still, I still love her, but I definitely try to uh, help her to... Get that weight off, man. Mm, she she happy, man. She like that. She happy. She liked that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's she happy with it. She eating four or five packs of bacon a day. <laughs> Dang, man, wait a minute. That's not man. a laughing matter. It's not a laughing matter. Nobody no, should be like that. No, it's not a laughing matter at all. I mean, it's, but um, I was just trying to show that. Well, I just think about you being in that situation, and I know if anybody would hang in there that I know. You would be one of the people that would hang in there. Yeah, but I mean, I'd definitely be on a on a um, path of trying to get her to get off that weight, man. Because I mean, she she's not gonna live too long like that, man. But I go to the, the like success in anything, not just uh, monetary success. Success in relationships, based on how long you've been together and how much you guys have achieved together. You know, like if. If you guys, um, right now, if something happened and you guys went economically and you had to live in a one-bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. regardless of how many people smiled in your face and went, mm, I don't know what happened to the Pattersons, man. They they fell off. But your one-bedroom apartment doesn't mean you fell off. It just means you downsized so you can have no, more money to maybe travel and go on vacation. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. But society, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and again, like I said, that's sad because, like I said, as I got older, man, I, I I realized, you know, you should you should live under your means, and you should, um, you know, I'm all about stacking money and saving, man. I that's what that. I'm all about. Well, we knew that in the episode when you was for breezing your drawers. Well, everybody knew that, so I mean, that goes without saying. I done told you ain't nobody for breezing they damn draws, Well, you man. need to talk to At you. least I'm not. Your son called in with that. So you, you need to talk to him because I don't think Come you allow on, it. Man. I don't think you allow it. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. But um, it is a lot of people out here that's all about the show. 
all about this is what I got all about, you know, um, look at my car, look at look at my house. Look well, you at- know, I, I look at it and I say to, like, um, everybody was treating uh, Mayweather bad because he was always showing cash and what he had. Now, I think that that's a little, I, I, that's not really classy to be on, on television showing, hey, I got a million dollars of cash sitting on the table. or Yeah. But, hey, nobody got in that ring and threw no blows but him. So, if that's what he wants to do with his that's money. That's true. Then, so, if that's it. what he want to do, you know. Just yeah. like, um, like, I feel that. Like, Michael Jackson gave more money to organizations and charities than just about anybody on the planet. And that's mm-hmm. something that was never publicized and something he doesn't get credit on. But he also went out and bought weird stuff. Yeah, he did. You know, and people start people starving in Africa, and he bought a ring attack. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, when yeah. is enough enough, or do you have to give back? You know, or you know, what somebody may call materialistic, like your neighbors might look at you and say, "Oh, Chad just got a brand new John Deere. He could have got one used for that." So, I guess it's all relevant to where you are in your life and what's important to you. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. I look, how many TVs you got in your house? How many TVs? Yeah, how many televisions do you have in your house? One. You only got one TV in your whole house. No, you don't. You yeah. got one in the front room, yeah, one in man, your bedroom. Come on, man, I only got I only got one TV. It's in the living room, man. So what happened to the one in the bedroom that you say you watch YouTube on? <laughs> <laughs> I never said that, man. Okay, okay, but anyway, you know, there's there's a no. How how many TVs you got in your house, man? Uh, one, two. Three, one in Georgia, three. Well, the reason, the point I'm getting to is not not on you, but um, right. There's some people that wish they had one TV. Yeah, I, that's true. Then there's some people that, like most of the people I know, like I, the one guy that I know that he probably makes roughly around a hundred million a year range. He doesn't have any uh, television at all in his house. And I thought that was one of the weirdest Not things. Not even one? None. Zip zero. Wow. And I said, well, what man. do you do for like news or anything? He says, you know, he said, I had a television in there. He said, I thought it was taking on space. Um, he had it so long that he, he used to turn it on every now and then to make sure it still worked. And mm-hmm. he said he just didn't have a reason for it. That He spends his time like he'll, he gets a morning newspaper still, and he reads that. Uh, he finally upgraded to an iPad that he reads like the Wall Street Journal and all that kind of stuff on and he'll watch uh, some of the things on that is the way he consumes his information. But he said he's just he busy living life. Like he said, rather than sit here and watch something on television and watching somebody else pretend act and live their life, he says, I'm out on my boat fishing or, or I'm going from Virginia Beach down to Florida in my boat with my family, which is cool. Okay. And even his kids had right. or his kids out at home now, but back then, they really didn't have any desire to watch TV because of the way their family structure was, how busy they were. Yes, yeah, the, you know, that's what they knew yeah. because that's how they came up. Yeah. yeah, I remember his kids said, well, I'd rather read a book than watch television. I said, how you know you don't even have a TV? Oh, well, this is what I hear from my other friends. You know what I'm saying? Wow, wow. Hey, well, I mean, it, 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 and it also it does come down to um, what, you, what you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's, a, it's not always the case. Because uh, in the end, your child ends up, you know, um, doing life their own way, if you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. But a, a, a lot of times, you know, if if, if you're um, if you're brought up 
um, with your your parents buying luxury items and 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 things like that, then you're gonna strive to do the same thing that they did. Um, if you came up poor, that's not necessarily saying that you're gonna live poor, but some people still have that mentality. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think my mother was like that, and a couple other people, family members that I have that they got twenty dollars, they're out spending twenty five. Right. Well, I looked at, like, even, like, um, I keep saying that I want to buy a new vehicle. But for me, every time I get close to it, I start thinking about, wow, that money I'll be spending a month on that. I can be running on advertisement. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not really, to me, feasible. The leasing thing, I'm up in the, I'm, I'm leaning towards it. And I have some other uh, people that I respect with financial decisions that show me the benefits of it. But it's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But. I, I, like when I want to buy something, like I bought some, um, well, you know, just recently I bought a new uh, MacBook Pro. I, I, right. Every time I did a deal or I got commission or something, something, I will put a few dollars aside into my MacBook Pro funds. You know what I mean? Right on. Then when I that's had enough to go to get it, it I went on ahead and did it. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I do. It's very rare, unless it's an emergency, like if something breaks in the house and I need it now, I'll go out and yeah. put it on a charge card or something I don't have the cash for it. But it's very rare that I, like, I couldn't see, like, um, growing up, like, putting, um, going to, like, the So, what they got other furniture stores, you get good deals, like, the same year, um, what's that called? No interest for a year or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Now, that I have done, but I knew ahead of time. Like, I already had most of it. Like, I might have had a half of the money. Uh, already there, but I just went on ahead and put a little bit down and I took some of that money out of the half and I started paying on it. Mm-hmm. So I was always putting that money up and I had the payment and I knew what I had to pay to get it paid off before that interest rate because it's like after that year you sell your soul to the devil after that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Those, we call rent to own stores. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much is what it was, you know, and, and my, my parents did them too and you was paying more than the stuff was worth, man. Oh, well, that's all you the know, time. And, yeah. Uh, and I'm not knocking people that do it, you know. Um, my parents, you know, some of those things, uh, I mean, they, you know, that we wouldn't have had it if they didn't do it that way. Well, I'll tell you what I, what I did do with those type of stores is that I remember back in the day when there was big fights or, or football games that my dad wanted to see us. Someone, we had a party at the house. I would get a TV for the weekend. Like the, remember when they had the big projector TVs? Yeah, yeah. I'll get one of them for the weekend or a couple of weeks or whatever the case may be. But I, I'd never, now my family, to this day, my family member still do. I know, matter of fact, my sister does it all the time. <laughs> but I, no matter how many times I try to show them, they it's a hedonistic decision. I'd rather live a certain kind of way today, no matter what the cost is. Because I don't think, I don't think nobody would go out and like, let's say a, a, a face cloth or a towel. You wouldn't go out and pay three hundred dollars for a face cloth or a towel. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Under no circumstances. <laughs> so why would you do the same for a lamp or a pair of shoes? Uh, that's just people when they don't understand how credit works, they they make foolish decisions. And maybe we could do an episode on credit and how it works. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah, because it does come in handy to have that credit. I tell you that. Hey, yes, sir. I feel that'd be a good um thing to do in a, in an upcoming episode, man. And I don't mind watching my boy Chad as he moves up in life with all the material stuff that he has. 
Because it's inspiring Come to on, me. Bro. It motivates me. If anything, I'm striving to, to be like Tim B. Hey, go outside, lay the ground butt naked, and wait on the buzzards. We'll be twins. <laughs> That's it. We'll be twins. Now, uh, I, I'm glad that in this episode, before we end this, I'm glad that in this episode, you admitted to the vehicle that you have. Yeah, I bought it used. whoop de damn do Yeah, you know, anybody can go out and buy a 1970 Mercedes. I mean, they're like three, $400. I mean. You don't have no 1970s Mercedes, man. <laughs> it's a 78. You lying like hell, man. Come on, man. Okay. And actually, it, it now that I really think about it, when you bought that Mercedes, it wasn't even that old at all. Right. Now that I think about it. It was a 78. Come on, man. I remember when you got that Mercedes. Apparently not by the statements that you're making. Mm-mm. Nah, man. When you got that Mercedes, it was only like four years old, man. Mm. That's not a factual statement, but go ahead. You can, you can butter it anyway. That is a factual to. statement, man. No, sir. I can show you the sales title on it. Okay, well, how, how old was it? All jokes aside. 78 or 79? <laughs> Look, man, whatever, whatever, man. You uh, you go you go keep telling that lie. I'm going to let you roll with well, I paid, lie, I paid man. like, I think it was like 800 bucks, and I talked them down to like <laughs> 650. <laughs> uh, all right, man. <laughs> All right, whatever, man. Whatever, man. I know that's a lie, man. You know that's a lie, too. Well, my car still got okay, the windows so, that roll down. You know what I mean? It's just if you want to. I'm going to take some pictures well, and post it up and stress out dads, man. Yeah. You still got the windows that roll down. All, all the windows and cars roll down, man. Well, I'm talking about with the knob. and set. The, the list is done. Yeah, I got the crank on the inside, man. Whatever, man. I don't roll in your car, man. That's what, that's why I'm so shocked. You know what it is? I think that you kind of shy guy and you don't be ashamed of your success, bro. For, for real. Bro. It's inspiring to me and I'm sure it's inspiring to other people that actually know you. I know that I was talking to uh, Bam on Facebook the other day and he was like, yo, man, I'm so proud of Chad and all his accomplishments. Because he said that uh, you guys were talking about maybe getting a pool or something. I said, wow. Man, why you there you go. No ain't nobody getting no pool at this house. Oh, I am that's what Bam said. I this is the first time I brought it nah, up. Nah, bro. We ain't getting no damn pool. I will ask boss okay. lady next time she answers your phone. <laughs> whatever, man. Look, yo. Whatever, man. Look, man, we're gonna close this thing out, man. Thank y'all for listening to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. As always, like, comment, subscribe. Please subscribe, y'all. Tell your friends and family about it. Please just spread the word about the Stressed Out Dads podcast because we want to grow our listeners, to, to grow our family of Stressed Out Dads and just people in general. So please, again, spread the word. As always, I want y'all to be safe out there. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and as always, my co-host. Hey, listen, if you can't stay safe out there, I want you guys to remember, try Jesus, don't try me.
This your main man, Tim Beach, is signing off. Why you going to laugh through my part, man? Wow. Y'all see how he do me, y'all? My sign off, you going to start laughing. Man, that's low down, man. Well, man, yeah. your sign off, you always saying something funny. I'm just saying. I, you know, you see the news. You, you're a big fan of the news, man. If I'm outside and... Uh, whoever, whatever these new groups or whatever's out there, man, y'all better try Jesus. Don't try me. <laughs> hey, I agree with that though, too, man. I'm with you on that, brother. All right, y'all. Y'all stay safe out there, and we'll catch y'all in the next podcast episode.